Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And then we're live right now on Facebook Live. Uh, and if you take a look at it tonight, Al, uh, I got a wide shot on the camera over here in the basement. Oh, beautiful. Can't wait to see that. I'm glad to be back. Another episode of Sports Attitude. What's going on? Well, not a whole lot. Uh, a little under the weather today. Got a little bit of a cold. Uh, Sorry to hear it's been plaguing me. Yeah, it's been plaguing me for the last couple of days, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to suffer through it, and, uh, much like I uh, suffered through some fantasy football yesterday, uh, much like I uh, suffered through a Bears game, and oh uh, much, yeah, well, that was a little rough. Suffering is the right word. Suffering through a Bears victory, you know, like you don't, you don't catch that very often the way the way you, you did yesterday but i'm sure we'll, we'll jump into that i'm sorry to hear about the cold partner uh ladies and gentlemen that is alfred ferdinand larcher the third uh one half of larcher and lawrenson we're in uh we've been doing this since what 2012 uh this yeah. show we call it live at the sports attic yeah what do you know my friend well not a whole lot i mean i i really don't know much of anything if you really want to get right down to it well, I mean, we're taking calls per usual, I would gather. Just because sure. we're, we're yep. separate here on Facebook Live doesn't mean we're not going to do that. Let's roll. Well, you're you're coming from the basement. I'm coming from the attic. We got all points in between covered tonight in the big house. And you could give us a call, uh, 760-454-8834, 760-454-8834. Give us a call. Let us know what's going on. And, uh, yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll have some fun tonight. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to do it. And if you leave a comment on Facebook Live, we'll get to that as soon as we can as well. Uh, it's a very interactive show that we always do. Uh, those of you listening on podcasts, you know you can get to the show anywhere where you get your regular podcast. Thank you all so much. But it's been an interesting week. Uh, fantasy football-wise, for me, it's been very interesting. I, I'll touch on that when, whenever you'd like, pal. But watching that Bears game yesterday, uh, there were highs, there were lows. 
Well, yeah, you know, it would, it would be nice if once I didn't, like, you know, every Bears game for the last 20 years has uh, has been boring. And uh, it, it'd be nice if they could stop doing that. Like, it'd be nice if at some point in time we, we could get a uh, we could get a baby, we could get a, a team together that, uh, uh, uh-oh. Yeah. Was that Hazel? Yeah. What is that? You know you what, I, that? I don't know. No, I I didn't hear Hazel at all there. Uh, nothing. We didn't catch any of that coming through at at, at that time. But uh, huh. yeah, guys, join in on the call if you want to get in here. Seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. Seven six zero four five four eight eight three four is how you get a hold of us here on the Sports Attic. Join us if you can. Jump on in. Give us a call. That Bears game, Al, as you were saying, they're never, it's never exciting. It never gets you off the seat of your pants. It never gets you angry. It never gets you, you know, happy. Man, there were so many, there were so many emotions yesterday. I don't even know. There, there were so many damn emotions going on uh, watching that game as a fan and then trying to cover it, you know, as, as, a, as a guy uh, who, who does himself a little bit of a sports show. There were so many different ways to look at it. Uh, is there an offense? I don't know. Has the defense fallen off? Eh, doesn't no. seem to be much. Maybe they're missing a little bit of the fight. I don't know. But everything there seems okay. What, 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 the, what the hell's going on with the Chicago Bears? Well, they face two good defenses. And, uh, you know, next week against Washington is going to be a, a real test for them to see where they're at offensively. Because, you know, right now what they're doing is offensive, is offensive more than offensive, and uh, they, they need to figure out what's going on. You know, Mitch, uh, Mitch may not be an answer. You know, I, I don't, I'm not crying foul yet or, or saying he's uh, horrible or he can't be a good quarterback. I think it's still a little too soon to tell. Um, but when you put him up against, would we rather have uh, Watson? Would I rather have Mahomes? Uh, would I rather have uh, basically anybody else? The answer is yes. So, you know, that's got to be concerning at where we're at as Bears fans. Well, and you're bringing up the two guys that uh, that Ryan Pace passed over is the two quarterbacks that you brought up exactly. You brought up uh, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes, both quarterbacks that were passed up by one uh, Ryan Pace. I mean, you've been hearing a lot of people crying about it for, for over a year or two now, being upset about it. Crying's not the right word. But where do we go? Like, where do we go from here? Is it okay to say that was a mistake yet? Or do you just ride that quarterback out because you don't need him to be great? Well, you don't have a choice. I mean, you can't, you can't take back what you did. You have him on a rookie contract. He's going to play this year. He's going to play next year. Whether you resign him after that is a whole other question. Whether you look in the draft for something different. Um, those questions uh, will be answered in time. He has a year to prove himself. And uh, I'm not, like I said, I'm not writing him off after two games, especially a game against the, look, the Bears were going into this game. It was a tough game, no matter how you cut it. They were going into Mile High Stadium or whatever the hell it's called nowadays, where historically the first month of the year when there's still heat in the air, teams struggle and Denver has a, has a home field advantage because the altitude really takes a lot out of players. Now, you have a defense that was out there for 20 extra plays than the offense. 
They were worn down by the end of the game, and they still did their job. Um, you had a defensive coordinator who knew this offense back and forth. He knew the weaknesses of Mitch. He knew how to scheme for him, and he did just that. So, you know, there's a lot of outliners here that, that I think are worth noting to say that the Bears are, you know, horrible or they have zero offense. I mean, statistically right now they have zero offense, but, you know, they, have, they faced the Green Bay defense, which was an unknown. We didn't know what we were going to get, and it turns out it looks like the Green Bay defense is pretty damn good. And now you face the Denver defense, which we know is good, again, with the, with the added thing of a, a head coach who knows this offense. So I want to see what happens next week in Washington. That's going to be a real test for this Bears offense. And uh, I'm not concerned about the defense as long as we stay healthy. I think they're as good as they were. And uh, to hang in there like they did in that game, in that heat, in that altitude, is, is really impressive. Because I know as somebody who pressure cooks, altitude matters. <laughs> I dig that there. Uh, do you got anything cooking right now on the pressure cooker? I'm thinking about doing some stuffed uh, peppers later. Stuffed peppers right. or maybe... Um, Maybe some ribs. The ribs are on sale this week, so I grabbed a, uh, two slabs of ribs. But, uh, you know, a little under the weather. I don't know how much I want to I, I cook. That, I, I get it. I understand. When, you, when you're not feeling well with that summer uh, thing, it, it's, it's not good. I got to ask you, what, what did you think? Uh, questionable calls is all that I was seeing on the national media this morning. And everybody, everybody wanted to talk about uh, the, the big penalty on that chub, on, uh, on that hit on Mitchell Trubisky at the end. But we can rewind that back to the beginning of the game. Uh, there were a couple of calls uh, that I understand protecting the quarterback and what have you, but uh, Leonard Floyd, early on, he got, he got called. Is that right? Well, you, you, could say this about the, you could yeah, you could say this about the refereeing. They were consistently bad throughout the game. They stayed yeah. consistent on their bad calls. So, you know, yes, uh, there was really no advantage for either team because both teams were getting bad calls called against them. Yeah, yeah. No, that's very true. Uh, what did you think about the way that the game ended uh, with the the way that it was managed? Are you okay that you use a timeout to spell Khalil Mack for a minute to give him a breather? Are you good with the defense doing that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they were winded. You uh, you need uh, you need to uh, you need to take a break. You need to soak it in and uh, you know have a little bit of the bubbly. He needed a little bit of the oxygen, a little bit of the uh, HJ2KO stuff, you know? He needed to breathe. And uh, they all did. That defense, that defense needed to breathe. Yeah. Over here in the sports basement, we are uh, popping a little bit of the bubbly, my friend. Uh, enjoying it. It's a Bears victory weekend. Uh, I just celebrated an anniversary week recently. And I, I assume that you had a great weekend in daily fantasy football. I had an interesting weekend. You know, I put a lot of research, a lot of effort into this week, and uh, I uh, fucking I hate when people spoil shit on fucking Facebook Messenger. Anyway, um, so I uh, what was the question? Now I'm distracted. Did, did like you I with your phone? Uh, I, no, actually, uh, I was just on my phone. Oh. Daily, daily fantasy. So, you know, I put a lot of research in, and this was the tightest. Uh, how, how do I fucking mute this? Son of a bitch. What, how, is this guy going to keep fucking posting over and over? I can't, I can't hear I anything. Are you, are, uh-oh, what, what is, what's the issue with the spoiler right now? we got to get to the bottom of this. I, I don't. No, 
know. I'm in like one of those Facebook chats, like with you and Andrew, and uh, somebody Wait, keeps posting and posting and posting. Andrew just spoiled something for you? No, I'm in a group like with you and listen, Clark. Context is key. Like, did did you finish the Bears game yet? Yes, the game. They I finished won. it like two hours later. Anyways, <laughs> Andrew converted so a, a two point conversion and the Bears lost. Al, sorry, game over. I put a lot of research into this week, as I do every week. But this week, I was trying a different, a little bit more, um, a tighter team. You know, less players in my uh, my lineup, and uh, it started really early uh, with some really high scoring. And uh, I was able to, by the time three o'clock rolled out, I was winning money. I was like a hundred dollars ahead, but the late games were still to come, and I didn't have a lot invested in the uh, Kansas City game. So. Okay. Uh, by the time it was over, I was down about half of what I invested, so it wasn't a good day. I did enter one one team into the Millie Maker, and there's a formula that, um, I mean, it's out there. If you Google it, you can find it. But I, I went ahead and I, I wrote down, and I broke down, like, um, I used an Excel uh, program, and I broke down the perfect lineup for tournament play. Like, you know, what what wins 90% of the time? Like, for example... Forty uh, percent of the time, you know, uh, uh, what, what position is this? A quarterback costs between six thousand and sixty nine hundred. So, okay, you know, I, I wanted to find somebody in that sweet spot who's a home favorite, who's um, has a implied total of twenty one to twenty four points. So I went with with the perfect strategy of a lineup, and uh, you know, twenty dollar entry, I, I, I won thirty or I, I won ten. I. I I placed in, I got $30 back. So, you know, it was a net of $10. So it's kind of interesting because I haven't played with that perfect lineup yet um, very often. So it, it, when following every rule in the book, uh, it did produce a winning team. So that, that was interesting in tournament play. Um, I think I finished 300, like 350 out of, uh, I think it was like an 80,000, uh, 80,000 man pers- uh 80,000 person tournament. So, uh I did I did have some decent teams. Uh the payout wasn't that huge in that. It wasn't enough to again, I I I ended up losing about half. So, uh yeah. Although tonight I'm running uh my first ever showdown uh engine. I like to call I like to call when I run, you know, 20 teams or max teams an engine. Because, um, uh-huh. you know, you get you get some players like a motor, one guy goes out, you blow one engine, it keeps going. Uh, or, or a train. So this is the first time I'm running a 20-person team in a tournament in a showdown game. So uh, I'm interested to see what happens uh, with that. But I didn't feel bad. You know, sometimes in football and in gambling, like the Bears game, even when you win, you don't feel right about it. And sometimes in football and in real life and in gambling, you lose and you lose money. You still don't feel bad about it because – I didn't lose because I was on the tilt, and I've been, I've been, I was tilted week one, and I was tilted going uh, in a Thursday's game because I did do a little bit of the showdown, and uh, I feel a little tilted in my year long, but th- I didn't lose on a tilt. I stuck to my guns. I stuck to my system, and the system just, uh, it wasn't the right week for it, and that's fine. That's going to happen, but I feel like I'm closer to having a winning week than, uh, than I was uh, a week ago, so I feel like my ducks are getting in the row. And, uh, yeah, so I, it, it wasn't a victorious week, but, again, I didn't feel bad. How did you do? No. 
Um, well, Al, I was just taking a quick look at that. I uh, I played in the one uh, dollar um, one point. No, I'm sorry. The uh, 250k first down, 20 entry, 20 entry max. I had 20 teams, Perfect. and that's I how you placed, should do it. I placed zero of them. Oh man! Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't place with any of them uh, here at all. Uh, that being said, I, I had a good time playing with them teams. And then uh, in my cash game, in with you, there were nine players there, winner take all. I was right. really close. I took eighth in that one. Yeah. I think I went one seven. So. With my favorite lineup, I took it into the $3, 1.75 play action. 100K had I gotten first place. But right. I decided that taking 552,869th would have been the best place for me there. Yeah, so, yeah, it was probably worth it. As you can tell, I was able to spend a lot of time on it. I came down down to the basement here about uh, 9 o'clock in the morning, the day of the games of the main slate uh, yesterday. And uh, come, uh, come 10 o'clock, I was back upstairs. That's about all the time that I had put in on it, and it shows. It absolutely shows there, brother. Um, if you keep showing me the ways, you think if I just spent a little more time on it, I would I would do a bit better with my daily fantasy? Well, it definitely helps. I mean, I will say the more you spend in it, the better you're going to do. Uh, this was, a, you know, this was the week. You know how you get the train going where, you know, you have 20 teams and they're all little dots, and slowly some of those dots start pulling forward and some of them start getting left behind? Get this was the, the first group. week where – this was the first week because I ran a tighter lineup. My my train stayed pretty much together, and it and it was for most of the day in winning uh, territory. So, um, yeah, so that that was exciting. Yeah, well, that is good to hear. Um, yeah, that's very good to hear uh, that that you had some excitement because I had zero. I had none. My daily fantasy didn't. It, it wasn't fun. At least I was done paying attention to it by the first quarter of the second set of games, so that's good, which, which is good because the Bears had the late game this week uh, for the first time in a while. Sounds like, uh, like you took your time watching that game, so you finished it up like about 8 or 9 o'clock at night, somewhere in there. Uh, it was nice to catch your reaction to it after the ups and downs that much later because I had had some time to soak it in and to get like a holy shit out of you. Um, what do you feel about the Chicago? I know I'm jumping back and forth here, but uh, as far as the Chicago Bears kicker goes, uh, sounds he he's making his kicks in the regular season. Nothing to be upset about. Yeah, it looks like he's money. It looks like we got uh, Eddie money. What we lose in Eddie money, we gain in Eddie money. That's just the way the world works. Now, is that too soon to give him that nickname? No. Like, it's no, not. The guy croaked. The guy's the guy's dead. He doesn't have any use for the name anymore. And now we got a dude who needs the name. You know, I it, one of the things I really was down on the last guy. What's his name? Uh, the, 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 the doink kid. Cody Park. I, I was real. I was really down on the doink kid because of all the praying. And I thought maybe we found an agnostic kicker, but no, this guy prays too. And uh, after the game, it, it was all because of Jesus and all that. But. Uh, Hey, yeah. so that, that Al, Al, you're you're not going to be too upset about it if if he keeps making his kicks. I guarantee it. If if God is on his side to do it, I I think that 
you got to just let him go with it. I, just I, you got to let him make the kicks, and I love him. I love his faith. Of course, he's making all of his kicks, so so that helps as well. But I, I'm very happy to see him with that faith out there, and he seems like a very happy guy. It seems like his positivity uh, resonates with the rest of the team. Everybody, of course, has good things to say about their kicker at this moment, but he's making 50 plus yard kicks. It's good to see Al. What I, I saw Nagy said it today during one of his pressers that uh, that it's the first time since 2011. I think it's 2011 that a Chicago Bears kicker has made two 50-plus yard kicks in a game. It's fantastic, man. You know, I uh, I'm I'm still very uncomfortable with the with the praying, but I will say I'm a little more comfortable with the airing. Does he's got two of them? He's got two airings. Yeah, well, you okay with that? I'm, I'm com- right now, I'm comfortable with one of them. He's going to have to earn the other airing. Let's give you a minute here. No, no need for a hot take. I, I do like, though, that you, you, you'll give it a minute. How does that happen? How, Denver scores 11 points in the fourth quarter. How does that happen? Oh, because they get two tries at a two-point conversion. That was the most fucked up thing. And after two penalties of the same amount of yardage, they somehow got the ball closer. Did you catch that noise? They were at the one-yard line? Well, as you said, I was a little late on the uptake because uh, I wasn't feeling really well, and I ended up uh, – my head was hurting so bad, I, I, I just had to turn the game off, and I paused it. I went to sleep. I slept a couple hours. I got up, and I, I couldn't look at my phone. At this point, I couldn't even check my DraftKings. You know what uh, torture that was. So I want to get through the damn game. Uh, there was like 15 minutes left, or like it was the fourth quarter. And uh, I had to get through the damn game before I could look at my uh, DraftKings. So, you know, I'm fast-forwarding through a lot, and it gets to the end. And, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, man, they're, they're going to uh, – what was it? They score, and I'm like, oh, shit, they're going for two-point conversion. I'm like, they're going to get it. They end up going – what was it, offside? Delay a game, so they move back. So, so now they're yeah. kicking, and I'm like, oh, thank God. You know, maybe we have a chance here. They go, and then the kick, uh, somebody jumps off sides, so then there's the penalty. They get moved to the one, and they're going for the two. I'm like, they're going to get the damn two. They get the damn two. There's the kickoff, and I'm like, no way we could get this. And then it's like, what, fourth and 15? I thought Trubisky was going to run it with two seconds left and uh, destroy the clock and then ruin the game. But, no, he stepped up in the pocket. He threw a nice pass to, I believe it was Allen Robinson, who went down immediately. They got the timeout. And then when they were looking at the clock and the clock was at zero, I'm like, oh, well, the refs are going to screw us on this and say the game was over. But, no, uh, Eddie Money goes out there and he earns the nickname Eddie Money. So it was uh, quite quite a, quite an affair. Um, I definitely had some heart issues during it. And uh, there, there was a point I was about to throw the remote control uh, through the air conditioner because I got a new air conditioner that anytime I turn the TV off, it changes its mode from, like, cool to, like, fan-blowing nothing. So, your, remote control, uh, your remote control operates – your remote control for your TV operates the air conditioner. Yeah, so my air – all my, I had like three air conditioners. All of them broke, and it was like 100 degrees outside a couple – a week ago. And I was – last Tuesday, I was sitting there just sweating, just mm-hmm. sweltering because it was, it was a brutal heat. So I go on the uh, Facebook marketplace, and I find some guy who's selling an air conditioner for 40 bucks. So I go in the, in the heat, pick it up. When I installed it into my room, it was uh, 95 degrees up in the attic. So that's how bad it was getting up here. So yeah, I installed yeah. the air conditioner, 
And uh, I, I do the thing, and then, yeah, I get home at the end of the night, and it turns out the Comcast remote, somehow, the on and off button changes the mode uh, of the air conditioner, and, like, the volume can change, can change the temperature. It, it's absolutely maddening. So at the end of the night, when I want to turn... When I want to turn the TV off to go to sleep, it turns the air conditioning from, uh, from again, air cooling to blowing the fan, which does nothing. So it's crazy. amazing. It's amazing to me what is, uh, for you, what, what is very annoying is somewhat hilarious to me. It's, it, it happens. I'm like, glad. No, well, they're, they operate on the same frequency. I didn't know that could happen in 2019. I thought some things were no. on the Wi-Fi's and other things are connected directly and, and all of that. I don't know. What? Well, it turns out the AC world's a little behind. Also, you know, I'm really upset with that TV remote because that's a Comcast remote. And, you know, it has that option where you could talk to the remote. Like, oh, great, I can talk to the remote. So right. I get everything set up. You know, I watch, I, I listen to my, um, the, the pre, uh, pre-Sunday game podcast to see if there's any last-minute changes, if I, if I need to, to do anything with my lineups, if there's an injury, or if there's something I could take advantage. So I'm doing all that. Next thing you know, I'm, I'm getting some, uh, I'm cooking up a piece of sausage. I'm getting a throat lozen for my throat because my throat hurts. I'm making some coffee. Noon kicks off. I'm ready. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to that NFL thing with the red zone. Finally red got the zone, red baby. zone. I go to the TV remote and I go, NFL red zone. It goes, error. I go, NFL red zone. It goes, error. This goes on and on and on. And the damn thing doesn't work. So then I go, CBS. And it goes, error. Turns out the damn uh, speech thing wasn't working at that time. So now I have to try to figure out where the red zone is. This took like 15 minutes. 256, I believe, is what it is for the next yeah, time. Yeah, thanks. I, I was, I, immediately I was on tilt. If the, you whole day, just, the whole NFL uh, game started tilted. I wish I could have been there for you. I could have, the, the whole day would have been better. Your DraftKings would have been better. Uh, the Bears yeah. would have won 40 to nothing. No doubt about it. Uh, hey, at the end of the day, the victory for the Bears is what it's all about. The, the, it, it comes down, they got to win. They're lucky to have that win. They were damn near an 0-2 team, but right now they're 1-1. And I don't know if it's a false sense of hope, but I guess we're going to see. Um, you know, come, We're going to find out soon. Their next game, they play next Monday night, a week from right now. They play against the Redskins, which, by the way, we have to talk about this year's show and what we're going to do that evening. Um, we'll figure that out, folks. Uh, what we'll do as far as the uh, live at the sports addicts, sometimes sports basement goes, we'll figure that part out. But uh, we'll see. Can they go into Washington and, and beat the Redskins? They should be able to. I'm not so sure. I'm more sure of this than the first two games. I'm more sure they can win this game than the first two games. Redskins have been uh, playing some decent ball. But they haven't been winning, but they, they've been playing some decent ball. Um, was I and again was I, asinine, was I asinine about uh, thinking that the Bears were gonna were gonna destroy the Packers going into it? You didn't you didn't have that sort of yeah. feeling going into that one? No, I really didn't. I I, I had a feeling. Uh, I thought they would win the game. I did think yeah. that, uh, and that obviously did not happen. But uh, I I did think they were uh, gonna play better than they did. But no, I I kind of had that feel. I mean, it's the Packers. You know, it's one of those things where it's never, it's never easy. It's never easy. And no with matter the what, it's Aaron Rodgers, right? And it's like, who is 
this team. And it seems like Aaron Rodgers now has a defense and he's got a coordinator who has offense in offense in mind. So all of that is, is a bit concerning when it comes down to it. I don't I'm, know. Just, I'm gonna pull up. The, I'm pulling up the matchup right now. Hang uh, on. How about this play, Al? No, hang on. Hang on. Uh, there was a a couple of bright spots in the uh, in the Bears game that had me at least somewhat somewhat excited. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It did. This is uh, this one right here uh, was was uh, was one of them. I'm not sure if you caught that, but uh, it was it was uh, Cordero Patterson uh, with that long run where he picked up speed, and he got to a faster speed than any than any other uh, player has been in the league in the last two years. He was running something like 22 miles an hour on that play. Wow! So as bad well, as they amazing. were, there it's were a couple of tech- times. What's it's that? amazing they have the tech. It's amazing they have the technology to be able to uh, see how fast he's going. Yet, for you to replay that play, it sounded like a 1950s uh, uh, radio. Well, uh, the machine of the NFL has a lot of technologies that we don't have here in the sports basement for some reason. That's all right, I like I like old timey Clark over in the uh, in the basement. I got one of those uh, xylophones coming up next. I feel like you're in the basement and like uh, you know you're you're back in time and i'm in the attic in the future <laughs> yeah that's how it is this uh this facebook live thing's working out pretty well we've picked up two new followers tonight uh let's see yeah. uh yeah Setu muhammad ali and Setu muhammad ali uh have followed us tonight so thank you guys for well, the new follow salvador dali one of my favorite artists and i appreciate them uh joining us that, that's very absolutely. nice absolutely yep absolutely That'll work. You know, I think they read. I think they read too much into this Da Vinci guy. Who's that, Leonardo? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was watching. Uh, I don't know the History Channel. There was like four hours on Da Vinci, and you know, every little uh, mark on a painting, where they they were reading into space aliens and Mary Magdalene and uh, White Claws. I mean, it was it was just uh, too much, too much with this Da Vinci. He was an artist. Did he draw? Did Da Vinci? Did, did... Did they draw a white claw like back in the day? Were, were artists drawing oh, white claws? Happening? In, if you see in the Sistine in the Sistine Chapel, there's uh, the white claw logo is in there. Oh my gosh! Wow, it was it was destined to be the uh, the summer of white claw. Is that ever going away? Are you, are you drinking a white claw right now to help with your cold? I, I actually am. I have a black cherry because it tastes like Robitussin, and uh, I figure that might help the cold. Yeah. Well, uh, this first night of uh, of showing our mugs on the Facebook Live is has been something else over here, Al. Uh, y- your microphone is set up, but I'm trying to hang a bear's hat on it. It's just it's not facing the right way. None of it's working out well for the Facebook crowd. So the uh, there I now see fell again. We're just going to toss it off to the side. This microphone that's Al's uh, for for when he's here. Uh, what, what did you say? Your contract is that what I was reading there on the on the Facebook Live? Your contract won't allow you to be here. Correct. I am contracted for uh, voice only, for uh, vocals only. I don't do uh, the uh, television appearances. If you want to renegotiate, that's fine. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, my contract. As a matter of fact, I think if we continue doing the Facebook thing, it should just they could have you sitting there on that uh, the dopey thing with your with the green in the background and all that. But I think on your desk should be like a nice eight by ten photo of me. I could give you my old headshot. That's what I want. That's I'd love to have your old headshot right now. Uh, I, I'll tell you the experiment. I, I went ahead to go with it tonight because I wanted to see, but we do have a few more people watching now that uh, now that we are on. We we are on average there there tends to be a couple of more people here and there. Of course, now my headsets just went out, but hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, we do have we have headshots that are up here, Al. Uh, I have a headshot, and uh, somebody online asked what it said on it. It's uh it's from a buddy of mine. It just says uh, to Clark and Lauren from uh, Glen Pack Ten Pack. That's all that that says. So that'll answer your question on that one, my friend. Hey, hey by the way, how was uh, how was Ellsworth? Did you did he stop by? No, you know what? He never showed up. What? Ellsworth is supposed to show up to watch the pay-per-views now that now that Andrew's moving to Dallas. He's moving to the Big D, and we do mean Dallas, so we, we've lost our, our watching partner. Uh, guys, if you want to talk Bears, jump in on the conversation, uh, leave a comment, or give us a call, 760-454-8834. Yeah, no Ellsworth. Are you kind of upset about that? A little bit. I mean, the man said he was going to be there, and he seems like a man of principle. So... You know, I, I'm sure people have heard of cam, Camo or Cameo. It's where you could pay money for these uh, for uh, idiot celebrities to cut no, quick promos. No, you your friend. He was a friend of ours. Right, right. Your close personal friends, you pay them money, and then they, they call up and they, uh, <laughs> they cut little promos. By the way, someone's a little uh, slow on the delivery. Ellsworth was fast, you know. If that guy's not uh, doing creepy things with underage girls, he, he is quick on getting you his uh, shit uh, through the mail. But uh, there's one for you and Lauren on the way. It's just a little slow in the progress. Wait, hang on. There's one for me and Lauren coming? Oh, for the anniversary. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Huh. I mean, does this person have a lot in the can, or do you think they're just busy screwing off, doing other things? They might be a little short on time right now, but I think they'll get around to it. Short on time right now? Huh. That's yeah. a good clue. Can I get any more clues? This is amazing. Thank you, first of all. Like, I'm very grateful, but you, there is a celebrity who's going to be giving a message to Lauren and I for our anniversary. Yeah. You know, oh. I was looking at, you know, it's, it's funny the celebrities who will do it. Like, here's a list of guys, and they're, they're different prices. Like, Gilbert Godfrey, you could get, which is funny. You could get Gilbert Godfrey for one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. But now, if you want to go cheaper, and I think you'd get a better deal, Chris Hansen is fifty dollars. You know Chris Hansen? I know Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator. Yes, he will do no. it for fifty dollars. Yeah. That's so what he wants. I think 50 that, bucks? him, he he's one I want to do. Uh, I want to do with somebody. I want to have them. Uh, like, I think Eric. Eric loves that show. You know, for Eric's oh, birthday, nice. <laughs> you get, like, three people to get, like, 15 bucks together. And you have Chris Hansen be like, Eric, sit down. I understand you go by Corn Dog Eric on Instagram. And, uh, you know, you go with that. <laughs> That's now, right. Elijah loved to comment. He said money bags over here. Just throwing just his money me, out. Getting people all kinds just call of me Mr. Just call me Mr. 300, my friend. So uh, Andrew, Andrew's jumping in, and he uh, he says uh, he's talking about how Ellsworth messed up the city, buddy. 
Yeah, well, I, you know what? Maybe the guy who wrote the thing to Ellsworth messed up the city, but that's all right. We weren't going to tell him that. <laughs> no, no, no. So Chris Henson, Chris Henson's $50. Now, if you really want to go up, Chum yeah. Lee, $70. Chum Lee is $70. I hope you right. got him for it. I would take that. No, I wouldn't. Now, there's, no. now there's, some, there's some ridiculous ones. Now, if you wanted, how much do you think Brett, you know, you've gotten, you've gotten a couple of these now. How much do you think Brett Favre wants for a quick little uh, 40 seconds? Uh, we're talking about cameos where they, they leave your friend a video message, basically a selfie video message, right? Yeah. Brett Favre's would be $175. For, okay, I look because they show the ones he's done. For about 45 seconds of Brett Favre, this piece of shit wants $500. Talk about what? money bags. How much money does this man need? What an asshole. What an asshole. Now, sure, I give him credit. He was out there with Bart Starr's widow the other day up in Green Bay. And, and as horrible as that franchise is, I do have some respect for Brett Favre. But what the fuck are you looking for $500? Do you know why? $500. You know why do you know why he's getting $500, Al? He needs it's money for his bill. Our Packers fans who will pay $250 for a piece of paper and pretend that they're the owner of the damn team. That's why. Exactly. That scam has got people going. Uh, Andrew Andrew said a shout-out from Sticks would be good. Uh, you know, a Sticks Larkin, uh, fuck Sticks from uh, that uh, police show, Live PD, he would be perfect oh, we, for that. I, you know, do well. He was like 40 bucks. He was 40 bucks. I'd do that. We would do well. Absolutely, yeah. Who do you think? Uh, costs, who do you think? Who do you think costs more? Bam Margera, of course, from uh, Jackass, or Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters? Well, you got to start thinking. Who knows their worth right now, and who has no clue? I'm going to guess right. that. Uh, oh, I'm going to guess that Bam Margera costs more. Okay. Uh, you know what? If I had to guess that, I would guess that as well. But no. Ernie Hudson clocks in at $135. Bam Margera, 65 <laughs> Yeah. It, I think that's the difference in the consumer right there. I think that there's a market of, peop, of, of Ghostbuster fans that would spend that money to get Ernie Hudson to leave the, uh, a message there. All right, one that's more. Can. can you – okay, give me one more. James White of the New England Patriots – who might show up, might not, you know, depending on the game script. Corey yeah. Feldman of the Goonies or Paulie Shore, quote-unquote comedian. Who do you think costs the most? Who do you think costs the least? James White, um, Corey Feldman, pa- Paulie Shore. I think it's probably Corey Feldman, but it might be Paulie Shore. Okay. The most Am expensive of the three... The most expensive of the three at uh, $300 is James White of the Patriots. Huh. Clocking in at number two with $202, Corey Feldman. And on the cheap, number three at $150, Mr. Pauly Shore. So there you have it. Okay. Can I Yep, yep, yep. Since I'm going to be able to look this up no matter what. And I know that you're not supposed to ask the price of a gift that's given to you. Is there any chance? Am I out of line? And, and I can be. I can be out of line in, in the nation out there, the, our, our fans. The Clark Bars out there can let me know if I'm out of line. Um, 
the alcoholics. Of course, last week we know that we had somebody who converted. We finally got somebody who figured out and saw the light. They joined my fandom, the Clark Bars, uh, and they left the alcoholics. But um, I think that was a week all. thing. It was just a one-week uh, switch. You can tell us like, that it's not appropriate, but you know I'm going to be able to look it up immediately following. So maybe, maybe just maybe you should mention What's the price range? You can give me within a uh, thirty bucks, or am I out of line? Within thirty. What? How much I spent on you and Lauren? Yeah. No, because I think you're just gonna go online. You're gonna be able to figure out who it was before you even get it. No, I won't do that. I, I won't go online. I just I, w- I want to know the price range, and and then I can kind of get an idea, maybe. No, well, you're right. Tea... Uh, go ahead. Iced tea is three hundred and fifty dollars, and it's not iced tea. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's perfect. I will say you. I will say you're going to appreciate it more than Lauren, but I think that goes without saying. And okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be good. And that's. I'm a little line. upset. No. I'm a little upset on his response time. Oh, you could get the world's most interesting man for two fifty. Wow. Now Jay Cutler's doing some stuff with Dosakis now. Are they trying to make him the world's most interesting man? I've, I've seen some of that. No, you wouldn't have gotten Jay Cutler, and I'm guessing he's not on there. I was browsing it for a minute, and that's what I was trying to think of. Like maybe maybe it could ring, ring, ring the memory banks. But I'm pretty sure that whoever you get is it a wrestler, or is that inappropriate as well to ask? I, I don't think that's appropriate. I think that would narrow it down too much. Okay. Okay. I understand. Now, Guys, if you want to join in, give us a call, 760-454-8834. If you want to start talk about your first week, uh, your, your second week, I mean, of uh, fantasy football, year-long fantasy football, if you want advice from the great Al Larcher on who you should keep or maybe who you should be looking for on your waiver wire, give him a call. But if you want to hear what's right, ask me those questions. That's what we'll do here. Give, give us a call. Leave a comment over there on Facebook Live. Thank you for watching there. Guys who are listening on the podcast, leave us messages. We'll, we'll answer those on Twitter, at Larcher Lawrenson. He's at Larcher Than Life. I am at Clark in Chicago there. We've been doing this show since 2012 with a hiatus there in the middle. But, Al, do you know that Live at the Sports Attic is now 98 episodes strong? Our newest wow, podcast. Wow, we're almost back to the 100 mark. Yeah, we almost did it. Rex Grossman, war number eight. If you want him to give you a cameo, $88. You didn't have Rex Grossman. You are. Dick Buckus. Dick Buckus is a deal, man. $151. I see a lot of the athletes uh, go with their number. It's kind of funny. Uh, Dave Wanstad, 50. Singletary, 200. Now, this upsets me a little bit. There's Dude, I'll get, you on the Derek Rose. I'll get you something for Derek Rose for a dollar if that's what he did. That would be perfect. There are some there are some current Bears who do this, which uh, upset me a little bit because you know what they should be focused on the season. This is from a franchise that did the Super Bowl Shuffle, Al Larcher. Come on, man. They they sang a song about being in the Super Bowl before it happened. Come on. Now, if you want if you want Prince Amakamamora, uh, two fifty. Mike Dicka. Do you think he costs more than Brett Favre or less? Favre was five hundred dollars. Was he four hundred or five hundred? I'd go with five hundred for Dicka. Five hundred for Dicka is correct. You nailed it. You're getting this. Roquan so you got Smith, a Dicka uh, for our anniversary? No. 
Roquan Smith, $110. I didn't spend much, Clark. I'm telling you that right now. I got you Adam Hodge. I got you Adam Hodge for 20 bucks. Wait, Adam Hogue? Yeah, yeah, Adam Hogue for 20 bucks. Isn't that a Bears beat writer? It sure is. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. Wow. Here's- Al, how do we get on Cameo? How do we get on Cameo? I'll I don't do know. We got we got to sign up. I would do it for uh, two dollars. I'll do it for two fifty. The best deal on the Bears deal is uh, Tommy Harris at twenty five bucks. Wow, that's that's a good. Right. I love Tommy Harris. Al, thank you. You got us Tommy Harris for our anniversary. That's perfect. Thank you very much. Well, I'm You're glad welcome. that we've covered Cameo. We just gave a hell of a promo. For Cameo and all that it is and everybody that's on it. And apparently we're going to be on it soon. Yeah, but I wouldn't pay. You know, I'm giving them some props, but I wouldn't pay more than $20 for something. Do you ever notice, you know, Chris Jericho does this bubbly bit. Have you heard of it? A little bit of bubbly. Yeah, I I, uh, showed you. And next thing you know, you're on uh, Twitter trying to get sympathy retweets from him. Sympathy? No, getting... Uh, anniversary retweets. He's all about oh, that. You Al, if you get a get a bottle of champagne at Todd's up at the KJ booth and take a picture of it and send to him and hashtag it a little bit of the bubbly, you'll get the retweets too. Come on. Alright, well on. maybe I'll give that a shot. Uh I uh I'll tell you something though. He if you notice, he doesn't really drink it much during those promos that he's done. I think he did that one and he did another. He kind of takes a quick sip. Yeah, I yeah. understand. Like I'm, I'm getting about halfway through this bottle, and it's a, it's a lot to take on at one time. I used to when I first started drinking. For whatever reason, I was in love with the bubbly. I would just drink bottles of bubbly, and yeah, it gives you a headache, man. You got to be. Uh, it's so good, you know. You could down it pretty quick, but you're gonna get a headache from it. Hey, uh, Andrew wants to know how much Alonzo Spellman would be. Um, I think he's dead. Isn't he dead? No. No, I think he I think he's he had some issues going on. Some obviously some mental health issues going on, but I don't I don't believe so. But I I do want to tell Andrew who's listening that he can take some cues from Elijah that it's always good to turn us on from Texas. Uh especially during bear season. Uh I think Elijah's been able to reach back out. He recently joined the Clark Bars. I'm just just throwing that out there. That's good. And Al, I don't know if I told you, but uh, you can go online and see when the Bears are playing. Like you can see future schedules uh, for 2022. The Bears will definitely be in Dallas in 2022. So uh, right. I've never been to Jerry's uh, Jerry Jones's stadium. You were there for a <clears throat> WrestleMania, which must have been one hell of a spectacle. But uh, I I think maybe we should already we should start planning it now. All right, I'm down. You're in? I'm in. Right. Sign me up, That's coach. Put All me right. in, coach. What do you think of AEW? We teased uh, going into that. Of course, that is AEW Wrestling is going to be on TNT starting on October 2nd. It's the return of uh, wrestling to television. And come to find out, other wrestling's going uh, on better television now. Uh, Impact will soon be on uh access wherever you can find that but apparently a lot of people can see that wwe is putting more shows everywhere of course the football crowd has already noticed that smackdown is going to be on friday nights on the fox network 
Well, also NXT, which had previously been a developmental brand, it looks like it may not be as well. That is going to be going uh, to live Wednesday nights right up against AEW on TNT. It's going to be live on the USA Network. Where, what do you think about wrestling as a whole as we see it coming <laughs> up? Because I believe we're, we're only two days away from NXT going live. Uh, from what I understand, I thought they were starting yeah. on the 18th of September. What, what, what do you think yeah. about wrestling? We haven't been here for 20 NXT. years. Yeah, NXT does start this week. Uh, very excited for it. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Uh, I'm excited to see what NXT does. They're the first ones out of the gate, and uh, we'll see how different it is. Now, I don't know if, if you're on this uh, trail, if you're smelling these nuts left behind, but uh, there's this guy. His name is uh, Kevin Owens. You know Kevin Owens? You're a big fan of his. Are the rumors true? Well, he was recently fired by Shane McMahon uh, from uh, the WWE. It's very possible and possibly very likely that maybe he's going to be the centerpiece of the NXT show. Yeah, but NXT is a WWE brand, so did he fire him from SmackDown he, or did he well, fire him from just, WWE? Yeah, Triple H could easily hire Kevin Owens and go, you know what, uh, Shane, I got this one covered. It does appear as though um, everybody's pushing to make sure that we know that NXT is an equal brand now. Would would you agree with that? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Kevin Owens is going. Okay, I buy it. Uh, Cesaro, I've been seeing things about that as a possibility. Sure. Would you buy that? Do you like seeing them there on that brand? I, I think I think the more uh, names, the, the more uh, stars you could get, the better. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes. But uh, I, I'm curious to see what happens. I, I am so. Hmm. Okay. So yesterday, the yesterday WWE had their big pay per view. Uh, I know you. Uh, did you watch it? Did you end up watching it or no? I saw bits and pieces of the pay-per-view. I, I caught part of um, I caught part of the uh, the Raw Women's Championship match, and I caught the end. I watched the the end of the pay-per-view. Uh, probably the last four minutes of the main event, uh, with all the great spots and how many times it took Seth Rollins to take down Braun Strowman. I saw that. <clears throat> What did you think of the pay-per-view as a whole? I actually, you know, it got a lot of shit, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun, uh, I thought it was a fun show. I thought it was one of those where they kind of, they showed what they, uh, you know, looks like uh, they're going in different directions. And I thought, I thought, I thought overall it was just fun. It was a fun show. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad you did. Um what do you think of where where they're at with Bailey right now? Uh, Bailey got got the win. They they had a, a fairly quick matchup. Uh, she comes in. She hasn't really changed much about her appearance when it comes to the character change because you know everyone right. felt like it was a big heel turn a couple of weeks ago. Um, she still comes in with all of the. Um, all of the her little friends that are popping up from the air machine, you know, that you see at the at the car at the the car salesman lots and whatnot. 
Um, right. She isn't really coming in with any um, – <laughs> she didn't put on a black jacket when she became a heel. You know what I mean? Like she didn't start well, wearing black makeup. She didn't go Sandra D in Greece, if, if you will. Yeah, it, it's because her character believes she's in the right. Which, I mean, that's good, right? Like that's what she should. Yeah, she her character she, said that she was there to defend her friend, right? Right. Okay. Is it is that working for you? Yeah, I think I I think that you're going to see a slow progression of change with her. I think eventually she will uh, get the leather jacket or. Probably not a leather jacket, but she is going to change some. Uh, yeah, but I, it's, not, it's not just instant, and uh, I think that's a good thing. I think it's kind of cool to, uh, to see a little uh, difference, a slow, gradual difference as opposed to a, uh, you know, a full-on difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just got caught up with uh, people commenting on how it was free for Favre to send a certain picture to other people. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no problem yeah, sending it, his pecker. He wants five hundred dollars for a cameo, but he'll send that that pic to just anybody. Huh. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I hope you didn't get Lauren and I that for our anniversary. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Amazing. Uh yeah, I I uh I I do like what what they're doing there. I I think it's more interesting than it has been. Did you kind of expect to see Bailey show up during the uh during the Raw the Raw match for the Raw Women's Battle? Uh, a, li- a little bit. I hope they keep them on different brands and uh you know they still might may show up at pay-per-views to help each other, but more or less it's uh kept separate. Yeah. 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 No. We'll see with that, and then I don't know. Did you want to discuss other matches that I didn't that I didn't catch, or can we talk about the main event? What do you What do you think? Well, I'll, let me pull up the card here. Yeah, um, yeah. That that would be fine, guys. If you want to take this conversation in any direction that you'd like, uh, we'll, we'll we'll revisit the Bears. We'll we'll talk about uh, the state of pro wrestling right now. Maybe if you haven't watched it in a while, you can come back. Check it out a little bit. You you, you no longer uh, you, you no longer have only one option. There there are a lot of <laughs> options out there. There's a lot of intrigue for where what pro wrestling is. Uh, when did that word? Hey, hey, hold on a second. When did that word become used in every fucking podcast in every sentence of every day? Intrigue. Pro wrestling. No, every every podcast I listen, the word interest has been replaced by intrigue. I notice this more and more. Bugs the shit In- out of me. Intrigue's easy to go to. If I went there, it's easy to go to, and it sounds a little bit more fancy than interest. Right, but why right? do you need, like, interest was fine. Every single podcast uses the word intrigued over interest now. Every one of them. All of them. I'm sticking with interest. I, I, have, uh, I thought it was an interesting night, and I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed the show. Intrigued. Fucking intriguing. It's wrestling. Al, uh, I can't wait to have you join me here soon. What's it going to take to get you on the podcast? If I if I ordered a cameo from somebody and they sent it to you and they asked you to show up and be here on the Facebook Live part of the podcast, what would that take? 
Yeah, I, that would probably do it. I'd be willing to, if you got a cameo of somebody telling me to to uh, be on the damn thing. I think I would. Okay, that's wow. That was one of the easiest negotiations I've ever had in my life. That was absolutely fantastic. Semantics, Al. Semantics. All right. So uh, I, I I skipped the pre-show, so I missed AJ Styles and Cedric. Uh, I, I hear it wasn't pre-show? a very good match. I always, yes, you know that. Did Cedric? It wasn't a good match. It was four. It was five minutes in Cedric's hometown, and AJ just dominated it. So it, no, they they blew the good match on Raw. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Let's see here. Uh, oh, so the tag team titles kicked off the show. Seth and Braun versus Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Seth and Braun, of course, the uh, champions would be fighting each other later that night. Of course, Braun Strowman accidentally uh, pushes somebody into Seth. Seth gets rolled up. They lose the titles. Robert Roode, Dolph Ziggler win in 10 minutes. Nothing special there. Very predictable. Bailey was taken on Charlotte in Charlotte, in, in the city of Charlotte, where Charlotte right. uh, grew up. Which Charlotte uh, is on one pace to to set records, right? So you think maybe being in Charlotte would be a, a place where she could win sure. a title yet again? Uh, it, it felt a little too soon for Charlotte just to be champion, and uh, I was wondering what would happen here. And, uh, well, we found out. Bailey pulled a Yano. She undid the turnbuckle, smashed Charlotte's head into it, knocking her out, and in three minutes and 45 seconds, she won the match. She grabbed her title like a little kid and just ran the hell out of there. Oh, that's smart. That's smart. She knew she cheated. She knew she cheated, and she just wanted to get out of there, and she did. Yeah, it was good. The but Revival she was defeated... right. Every match was like 10 minutes, by the way. The Revival defeated New Day um, by submission. It was good. I'm, I, I like what they're doing. They made the survive, They made uh, Revival look strong. They cut a heel promo afterwards saying, hey, look, Tag Team Wrestling's now about old school and us. Uh, that went 10 minutes. Fun match uh, that had the, uh, the 24-7 title interfere in the middle of it, where Alexa Bliss almost rolled up our truth to win the title, but just missed. Alexa Bliss and uh, Nikki Cross, your women's tag team champion, uh, defeated Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville in nine minutes. Uh, they did a nice job of kind of hiding uh, the girls' weaknesses there, and uh, they just had kind of a fun match. I dug it. Uh, okay. Shinsuke so in the middle Sammy of that Zane. match, like the the twenty four seven title came out in the middle of it, and and Alexis Alexa Bliss almost won it in the middle of her title defense match. Yeah, the, during the uh, before the match, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross were cutting a promo, and all of a sudden the boom mic like hit uh, Alexa in the head, and then they panned back, and it was our truth holding the boom mic and uh, Carmella. They were both dressed as producers. And uh, so Alexa grabbed the mic, and she's like, everybody, our truth is here. So they all started chasing them. And then, yeah, in the middle of the match, they all ran through the ring. And uh, our truth was, like, in the ring surrounded by everybody. And Alexa just kind of went and tried to schoolboy him for the title. But he kicked out, and they ran out of there. You know, Did you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't want that in a serious match. But Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, they're not the greatest wrestlers. So a little distraction in there. I didn't. I didn't find any offense. Uh, I wasn't offended by it. Okay. I think you called it a boon mic. Like, like Daniel Boone. Boom. Yep. Yep. That is. That that is what it's called. Yep. That is yeah. correct. Okay. 
Um, we clarified. Just I wanted to get to the bottom of it. I that's what I do here for the Clark bars. I I get that out there. I get to the bottom of things. Yeah, good job. So uh, Shinsuke Nakamura with Sami Zayn defeated uh, the Miz. Now Shinsuke, uh, Sami Zayn is actually doing a pretty good job as uh, Jimmy Hart. As a matter of fact, when I was watching this, because he was on, he was on during the match, and uh, he had the microphone, and you know he was yelling things. Remember how that guy used to do Lashley, Lashley? It was kind of the same right. thing. As a matter of fact, there was a point where um, he started yelling Lashley for no reason. Well, they cut his mic, and then uh, the Miz grabbed the mic and threw it. But I was thinking, man, I would love to see Sami Zayn just like walking backstage and finding Jimmy Hart's megaphone and just grabbing that and then him being the new mouth of the uh the mouth of the great white north. Perfect. But yeah, I thought they had the good chemistry, Nakamura and Sami Zayn and uh looked good there. They defeat the Miz 935. I don't ex- remember exactly how he won. There were shenanigans. Sami Zayn definitely got involved. And then you had the match of the night. Um or what was billed as probably the match tonight. This went 20 minutes. It was for the Raw Women's Championship, where Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch went at it. And this just yeah. turned into a just a this just turned into a huge brawl. You know, they brawled through uh, the streets. They brawled through the highways. They brawled through uh, they brawled through just about everywhere. The stands. Uh, it was a pretty uh, violent match, without it being too uh, aggressively violent. And. Unfortunately, that was kind of the theme of the show. A couple matches went into the crowd. Uh, Eric Rowan and uh, Roman Reigns went in the crowd. <laughs> there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of that. No, I thought they did a good job. It was just like every other match had the same thing going on. Okay. That's the show was much. very similar. Yeah, it was yep. a little much. They gave him twenty minutes so, uh, for that match. Wow. Yeah, at the end of the day, uh, Becky Lynch hit a referee with a chair and uh, got disqualified. So it looks like uh, Hell in a Cell is probably going to be uh, Sasha and Becky in a, in a cell, which, uh, yeah, I, th- I thought they did a good job of uh, promoting that and moving that forward. So good. They can have a good match in the cell, I think. That would be fun yeah. to see. What did you think of the uh, of the WWE Championship match? Well, you have uh, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton going at it, and uh, yeah, Kofi won clean, and uh, that was a, that was a match he needed to win, and uh, he did, and they gave it to him, and uh, I thought it was good. So, well done. Uh, it was slow as every Randy Orton match is, and methodical, but uh, they got through it. wasn't a good match, wasn't a fun match to watch, but at the end of the day, Kofi wins, and uh, I think that was the right call. Okay. Uh, so that. So then we had uh, Rowan versus uh, Reigns. Can I uh, can I ask you about yeah. Kofi's title run so far? Uh, it's been uh, uneventful, in my opinion. What it's is, been. Uh, did this match do anything to heighten it or or lower it, or is it still just riding along? Uh, Kofi Kingston's title run. This was a much-needed win for Kofi Kingston. This is the first match he won against somebody you go, okay, that's a real competitor. So um, I think this definitely helped Kofi, and it was, a, it, was, it was a match he needed to win in order to cement his legacy, and uh, he did that. So, Okay. Mm. Yeah. I kind of want a coffee now. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Kofi Kingston. 
So uh, go ahead. Yeah. Roman Reigns ended. I, I just got to finish this quick because my voice is going. Roman okay. Reigns ended up losing to Eric Rowan. Uh, it, be, it was a, it was a no disqualification match again. They fought through the crowd all that nine yards. When Luke Harper made his return, so the two giants went ahead. They defeated Roman Reigns. Those guys look like a great tag team. If that's the uh, the route they're going to go. Um, um, then at, at the end of the, the, the show, Seth Rollins defeated Braun Strowman. It was a good match. Braun looked his best. At the end of the show, the lights went off, and Bray Wyatt, the fiend, had uh, Seth Rollins in a compromising position, uh, took him down with uh, Abigail's kiss, and it looks like they're setting up uh, the fiend versus Seth Rollins. And you have to wonder, now that Harper and Rowan have uh, returned and reunited, do they join the Fiend and have three just monsters uh, working together? And then that could also set up, well, does uh, Bray Wyatt join them, which I don't think would be smart for him to do. And instead of joining them, you have him battling them for a couple months. So um, I think that, that would be a really good direction to go in. So that was a good show. I thought it was fun. I thought it was worth watching. Yeah. Three hours. Um, nothing special, but nothing bad. So, Okay. I mean, my interest on that, of course, is uh, with the fiend. I did, I feel like it. Does this? Oh, Jesus Christ! Ah, oh, son of a bitch! You okay over there? Yeah, I did, the, the the thing knocked over the fan, which knocked over the white claw, which spilled all over me. Do you have any of the white claw for your voice right now? Well, I tell you what, I smell like a white claw. Do you? Did it spill on you? All over you? All over me, Clark. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry that things went bad over there, Al. It happens. What do you want? Is, did anybody get electrocuted? No, we're fine. Everything's good. We could, we could probably uh, wrap things up so I could get a towel. Well, because one thing that I know is that you should not drink beverages over your sound equipment. That's for sure. That's smart. It is smart. You just you shouldn't put the bubbly there. You shouldn't, uh, you know, do that. Well, Al, my my thoughts on the fiend, uh, and and maybe you thought it incorrectly, but I I I think less is more with him. The more you can keep him out of the ring, I think that in the ring with the lights full up, I think it takes away from the mystique of who the fiend is. Otherwise, we're just getting Bray Wyatt. Uh, I'm really intrigued by the character right now. I still am. I think that jumping into the title, the, 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 the big title right now, is, is a bad move to start out with because what do you do? You can't have that character lose right now. I mean, I think he needs to be an unbeatable force. You put him in there, and what, what are you going to do with that? Like, does he squash Seth? Then he has the title? Then what? Then, then he just makes a run with it? Andrew, I think, mentioned no, it you, earlier. You, he doesn't have to have a title. Okay, so you start with maybe something where um, Bray Wyatt wins a match, maybe not the title, but win, somehow wins something, but, or, or by disqualification, whatever the case may be. And then you start teasing that Bray Wyatt might be involved. And then uh, it looks like Bray Wyatt's going to screw, or I'm sorry, uh, uh, Braun Strowman is going to screw uh, Seth Rollins and join the family but he turns out turning on Bray Wyatt, costing Bray Wyatt the title, and then you have uh, 
you have the family versus uh, Braun Strowman for the next three months. Okay. So that's where they can go. Okay. I'm, I'm down. Do you agree with me that uh, it's more intriguing to, to keep the lights down with a guy like The Fiend and with that character? I think it's more interesting to have, uh, you know, use him as little as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how are things over there with that White Claw situation and whatnot? Uh, do you have time left to take the phone call that we have over here? All right. Take the phone call. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, guys. And you can join in, too. Jump on the line uh, as soon as uh, as soon as we get off of here. But let's go to the uh, let's go to the 312 caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Howdy, folks. Elijah from Houston. How are you? Elijah, good uh, to hear from you again. All right. Got a little bit of a call. Welcome so, back, my favorite Clark bar of all. What's no, on your mind? No, 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 not so fast, Mr. Clark. Oh, what the I heck? I hear you. that you were going to gouge. Mr. Larcher, of the peop, man of the people, wants $1 for a cameo, and I hear you up to it to two fifty. Strike one. Strike two. Boom. Strike two. Uh, you, Larcher. That he's going to stay uh-huh. in line. At, I'm, he's playing hurt. I hear him playing hurt. Going to stay in the line for me. Strike three, <laughs> using intrigue instead of interest. Back to team alcoholic. Boom. Wow, that's all it took. Is that if that's all it took for you to go back there? Then we don't need you. The Clark bars don't need yeah. you. Well, you're not like that interesting anyway, Clark. The money gouge was the first was the first red flag. Two fifty? No. We there's people who got to feed their families. And you want two fifty right. for a uh, for a cameo? No, give me larger man of the people. Let me just remind you about. Let me remind you about last year. Coach Nagy's words were very I'd like simple. To thank Clark. That's what he said. <laughs> All right, what is that? That has nothing to do with the price of gas, which, by the way, is going up. Uh, Clark, you're sitting. You know, I am a man of the people. I'm sitting here drinking a White Claw while you're sipping on champagne in your fancy studio. Just a little bit of the bubbly. Elisha, do you have anything on your Chicago Bears mind this week? I, I imagine you might. Yes, I have plenty. But first, I'd like to ask Al a, a quick video game question. Of course How you How is would. the new Madden? Is it disappointing, or is it worth the purchase since I haven't bought one since 2016? If you haven't bought one since 2016, yeah, it's worth, it's worth upgrading from 2016. Uh, is it a lot different than last year? Not really. Um I am playing this one a lot more than last year's. I touched last year's uh, for like a month, and I was done. Where I spent most of the day today playing Madden. So uh, franchise, I, I, franchise mode. I noticed that uh, in the game they have Akeem Hicks in at fullback. So if you get to the one yard line, you can pull a naggy. And I had a game where uh, Hicks ended up getting two touchdowns. So uh, you know that was fun. Um, yeah, it's the running game is better. It's easier to run. Uh, Cohen Cohen is fun to run with, uh, so yeah, I would say go for it. It, it. You're due for a Madden game. There's no point in waiting. Uh, it's, it, it doesn't seem like it's ever going to really change all that much. So, yeah, go for it. I'll wait for the Black Friday. It usually goes down a, a little bit in price. Yep. So then then I'll jump that on that. That is the way to do so. it. Yes, sir. Uh, by the way, one of my top five games ever. God of War 4 if you have a PlayStation. Well worth the $20 price that is that it is right now. Okay. Elijah, can can I ask you again, how how do I get myself a, a gaming system uh, w- with the family? There's a lot of learning opportunities for that. 
for for my for my children. You you really want this Clark bar to jump back on that bandwagon, don't you? But no, I'm sorry, no, no. it's alcoholics this week. But uh, anyways, um, yeah, gaming. I, I don't know. I would say hold off. There's going to be a new there's going to be a new Xbox coming out and a new PlayStation. I would say hold off on the gaming system. I wouldn't jump on anything now. Although you could probably buy a really cheap PS4 and the game's cheap. Uh, it's kind of what I've been doing is waiting about six months. So I'm six months behind the curve, but that's usually when everything goes on sale. Yeah, I understand. Uh, uh, time frames are, are different now uh, with the gaming systems, I'm sure. Uh, Al, are, are you guys done having – Did I, I didn't mean to jump on your guys' Elijah, Al. On a gaming talk, uh, are, are we going to talk bears today? Yes, I would like to, if that's okay with Mr. Larcher. I I would love it. I would be pleased to hear it. I'm I'm interested by your comments. So first of all, let me let me say that uh, Reddit is absolutely amazing. I was able, I was about to drop a hundred bucks on NFL Game Day, which is I'm not sure if you guys are aware of. They air the show, or they stream the game right after it's been played. So you'd have to avoid the internet and all that, all the scores, until you can actually watch it. That's a hundred bucks. Uh, wow! I went you to Reddit can't, and found watch someone it live from Texas. You can no, no. The only way you can do it is with Direct TV, and you buy the NFL ticket, and that son of a bitch is about four hundred dollars. But Reddit has a streams site that. I mean, I've I've seen my way around. If I was out of the Chicago market, I would need that. You found it, one hundred percent, and it's uh, it's excellent, excellent. So I was able to watch the most exciting, uh, what, forty five seconds of football that I think I've ever seen uh, a game end. I mean, that thing was a roller coaster. Was it I've the dumbest forty five seconds like of football that you've ever seen as well? I'm, I'm sorry. Was it also the dumbest forty five seconds you've ever seen? If we would have lost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Don't don't give that big fake laugh for Elijah just trying to keep him on with the alcoholics, buddy. Just uh, stop it. That was a re- that was a real laugh. Uh-huh. I ride the fence. You almost lost me with the white claw. But, you know, th- this week I'm with you, Al. So uh, my analysis, I'm nervous about Mitch. I'm willing to give him four to six games, but what I'm starting to think now is now that the league has about a, a year of tape, that uh, the, the league has finally caught up to Mr. Trubisky, and so I'm excited to see if he is able to adjust. I don't think he – well, I'm going to leave I'm, I'm going to leave my judgment out of it. Like I said, I'll give him four to six games, but uh, right now it's not looking so good that he can adjust back. Yeah, it's one of those deals. If you could have, if you could have any of the other quarterbacks in that draft, you'd probably take him over Mitch at this point. But yeah, the jury still definitely isn't out on him and his long-term potential. I mean, I, I see Watson every week, so that is like a, a knife in the gut. I mean, the dude is hard as nails, hell of a passer, uh, good leader. Uh, I would love to see him with the, uh, you know, wearing a Bears uniform, but. A laugh. You know, and I was talking about this to a friend today uh, the last, uh, during the game. Was to me the Watson was the, the 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 obvious choice for quarterback. Would you agree? I mean, he was the he yeah. was a big big name coming in, which makes the trade up to number two even dumber. 
Because say say someone traded up to number two and did take Trubisky, dude, I'll take Watson as a, as a number uh, as a, as a backup. Hell yeah! Right. I mean, I, and and to trade all that away just to move one spot to take some guy that no one even I don't think anyone had on their radar. Definitely not over Watson. Mahomes to me was kind of out of a nowhere. I, I wasn't aware of the guy. So the, the but you know get pace credit where credit's due. He's been he's been pretty spot on with with everything else. I mean, I'm pretty pleased with him. I was kind of nervous about him becoming out of the Saints organization, but um, he's been doing pretty good. So but, far, yeah, yeah I, I have no complaints except, I mean, it all is going to come down to this pick. And then if, let's say this doesn't work out and, and Mitch is what we have and this is the best we're going to do, it's going to say a lot about him is how he handles it once Mitch's contract runs out. You know, does does he admit his mistake and move on, or does he do we suffer through this for you know a five year contract? And if you were Nagy, you've given this guy this. Oh, okay, so let's just play devil's advocate and say he cannot adjust. Now you're Nagy, right? You good offensive minded coach, coach of the year, you know, and he's like, this guy's not going to cut it. I mean, I think it would be right. very, very uh, poor taste for the GM to say. Well, you know, you got to stick with this guy and make it, you know, yeah. and, and uh, I, I, w- I would hope that he would pick Nagy over Trubisky. Um, so far, Nagy has kind of showed that he's been able to make the adjustment. And, uh, I mean, I, I thought the run pass um, was good. But two things were very telling to me, and I'm sorry to dominate your, your, your talk, but I'm letting uh, Clark finish his, his bubbly. Um, two, two things were very telling was we had a third and eight, where we can continue the drive, and uh, it was chosen to do a shallow wide receiver flat. And I'm thinking right. to myself, why the hell would Nagy call these flats unless he did not have the confidence that Trubisky would make the right throw or, or, or was able to make the throw? So that, to me, showed that he was very uh, doesn't have trust in them. Second thing that shows that he's lost trust is that the run-play option has – has completely disintegrated in this game. I mean, everything I saw was a very um, – uh, the, the call was the call, and that's what you're going to run. I, You know, the only defense I have to any of this is uh, it was going against Denver, who has a pretty stout defense. You know, maybe he figured all he could do is get passes underneath, and uh, the risk wasn't worth going uh, to the mid-game or the, definitely not the deep game. And uh, this was just a one-week thing where, you know, he was criticized for not running enough. And uh, so he, he stuck to the run game, and he kept the game underneath. But, like I said, Washington next week is going to be really telling as to where this offense is and what this team is about. Gentlemen, uh, here's, here's a couple of things that I, I think. I think that Nagy uh, slowed things back down for Mitchell because last week he, he didn't prove to anybody or to Nagy how things are. I think he, he did a lot more running plays. That dinking and dunking that you're talking about, like what I mean with that with Mitchell uh, Trubisky is that uh, maybe some uh, training wheels a little bit, just slowed him down a bit to let him go. But that dinking <laughs> and dunking that you're talking about that he's doing, that's exactly what Flacco was doing with the Denver Broncos against the Bears defense, which is what was working. Like you can't really Killing argue us. against trying to do that against a Vic Fangio offense. That said, I – I still don't know who they are. I, I am with you on that. Like, I don't know. 
is the biggest problem with Nagy is the biggest problem with Mitchell Trubisky. Can you win a, a Super Bowl with an average or slightly below average quarterback? Yes, give we? me average. Right, right now we don't have average. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I would even be, I would even take Flacco right now over Trubisky. I consider him an average or slightly above average quarterback. Well, no, he's an average. Yeah. He's an average quarterback who won a damn Super Bowl. Like it could be yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should we got get the defense. Uh, maybe we should get uh, Eli Manning. He's won a couple of Super Bowls. Well, I mean, if we could have gotten him six years ago, maybe that would have that would have worked out just fine. But I don't know. Uh, we're 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 with Mitchell Trubisky, right? I mean, what's the other option right now? Yeah, this is where we are. It is. It's you're stuck. I mean, this is this. We all we could do is watch. How many games do you give him before? I mean, obviously out of performance, right? Um, how many games do you give him before you? Let's say Mitch doesn't improve, right? Yeah. Do you start considering getting another quarterback in to give you a better chance, or is this the ride or die guy? I mean, they don't have any cap space. I mean, if Madden, if the video game Madden is accurate, I can't even re-sign HaHa Clinton Dix because there's no cap space. So, you know, one of the advantages of having the rookie quarterback is you could build the defense up, which is exactly what we've done. It's that game plan. I think we're stuck with him this year for certain, and I think next year most likely. Does the defense save them, and they continue to win games while he's still not the guy? I mean, you definitely yes. have him this year, as we talked about. We're in yes. year three of the rookie contract. I mean, what if what if they go eleven and five this year, and they and they make the playoffs, and they and they they win a playoff game with this guy who hasn't developed yet? That is still a possibility, from what I've seen. It still Absolutely. is. I just. When do you jump off of this? I I don't know. I think that's that's the main question. I I do hope that something clicks soon. I mean, he made a hell of a good he did a hell of a good job on that pass to Allen Robinson. Like he stepped he, yeah. he held up in the pocket, he ran up, he stepped up and he completed that pass and he did a hell of a job there and he does show signs of being good at it. What's his issue? Is it a confidence thing? Because it certainly seems like the whole team is giving him plenty of chances to try to be good at what he does. Well, to answer your one question. Yeah, I had six. Once you realize that he's not the guy, start limiting his role. And what I mean by that is you just start running the ball. You put, you become a ground and pound kind of team. Yeah. Which they kind of did this, <laughs> this week. Um, but you know, you only use Mitch, uh, on, on very sporadically. I mean, you still you still have a weapon in his legs too, which I still don't think they've completely utilized um, this year. He's, he's, fact, he's, it almost, I think he's ran twice. Yeah, but, but compared to last year, I mean that was that was part of his game plan, and, and I think yeah. what got in his head too is don't run, you know, be a passing quarterback, or you know, don't don't be that quarterback that just goes tucks in a run. Why the hell not if it's working? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'd, love he, uh... see, I'd love to see an option. I mean, I mean, when we when we got the when we got lucky enough to get a fresh first down, a uh, fresh four down of the end zone, 
my thing is, like, dude, run an option. Get out, get out to the outside. That's where the run seems to be. But we kept pounding it in the middle, and eventually it worked. But that's the first thing I thought. I was like, man, get Mitch on the outside with another guy and see, see what that does. I'd rather see that than just a run up the gut again. Well, yeah, we're, we're gonna, just, thank, thanks for giving us a call again to to run through this. Al, what were you saying there, bud? Well, no, I'm just saying that's uh, that's what we're going to find out next week. So let's just uh, let's pause and let's wait till next week, see what happens, and uh, see if we get progression or regression. I'm interested to see what happens. Me too, and I will. Uh, it's a national game, so I should definitely be able to watch it. Uh, if I can, I'll uh, be able to give you my feedback as well. Always enjoy talking football with you gentlemen. Have a great night. Awesome, brother. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a good one. Tell Houston I said hello, and I miss it. Uh, actually, I've never been to Houston, Al. No, I've never been either. Countdown. Either. I'd love to see it. Mark Henry hangs out down there. Apparently, some good wrestling stuff down around Houston, Texas, from what I understand. Oh, yeah. We we got to make our way down there to check that out. Uh, Al, I know you've been a bit under the weather. We're probably going to end this one here. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking with you. It, I would say that it was not a slamming success going on Facebook Live today. I feel like if we both had been here, it would have been. However, I do see that there were a lot of good things that happened a, a lot more people were joining in. We're jumping in. A lot more comments on this here today. So, well, there's two there's two options I'm thinking. One, again, you could we could get a picture of me and we could put it right behind your laptop right there, and so it'll be a little eight by ten behind your laptop. Or we get a, a little uh, monitor and we put it behind your laptop there, and uh, you know I could FaceTime from uh, from there, and then it would be picture in picture. Were you watching the show the whole time? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I, I wanted to see your dopey well, you reaction. You the whole time, but I didn't. You know, a lot of time when people do these shows remote and they never talk about it, they're doing it. They, they can't see each other. We, we should at the very least FaceTime each other during that. But if you want, I'll put a big monitor up right back here. Right about here. Would this be a good spot for you? Of course, there is a bit of a delay on the Facebook there's a live. pretty lo- there's a pretty large delay. I still there haven't seen where you're pointing it. Delay. I've noticed it too because I've been oh, taking wait, a look at it. In my too. Oh, there it is. Like right yeah. about there, or no, maybe over here. Wait, give it another twenty, thirty seconds, and I think that maybe right about here is where it should go. I think uh, I think right where your laptop is. If you put it right in front of the laptop, because why do they it, need to see the back of your laptop? Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. What do you think about this? Right there. Like down a little yeah, lower nice. than where my hand is at that time. There, that's, that's yeah. better. Right about there. Is that that? Now why are you like making a, a dumb face? I'm not making a dumb. You're making a dumb face. <laughs> that was a dumb face being made. I saw. So this is where we just started making radio gold right here, right. But again, there. right where the right right where the laptop is seems perfectly logical. Right there. You'll see me point there in about 30 seconds. All right. You keep, I get it. I get the bit. You keep pointing at places I can't see till 20 minutes later. 20 minutes? It's 20 seconds. 30 seconds? 40 seconds? Wait, what is like. it? You got whiskey? You got whiskey hidden behind the laptop? Oh, there's some whiskey up in here. Yeah, there's whiskey. You want whiskey? You, know, you don't. What do you want? Brother, what do you want? Brother, you don't. 
You don't mix the bubbly with the whiskey. What do you... You didn't tell me that before the show. Oh, son of a bitch. Trevor Simeon is out. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did you, did you just lose a year-long game? I had 17%. I had uh, 24% or $9 on him in tonight's game. And uh, in the flex position, I think I had even more. Jesus. 26, 26% or $10. So, yeah, that pretty much screws a lot of my game. Uh, it's going to screw a lot of people's game, I guess. Have you figured out the showdown, though? Like, I'm start, I'm, That's what I'm really trying to do. Yeah. There's not a lot of info out there, so you should get on it now and then tell me what you're learning now so we can destroy everybody. Well, oh, Jesus, he's in 18 of my 36 lineups. Um, <coughs> that's including ones that were uh, – Yeah. Including ones that were uh, – 50% exposure on them. Yeah, it was about 40. Um, well, what I've learned is you, you generally want to start a running back in the uh, captain position. And uh, it's more about uh, correlation and uh, – it's more about correlation than ownership. You don't have to worry about ownership. I'm actually doing okay. I'm at $17 right now with Trevor Simeon going down. I have one team in 4,000th place. That's not very impressive. It looks higher than that on this thing. Oh, I have, I'm, in I'm in 182nd place um, in a contest with 7,000 people. Uh and that team has Captain Bell, Odell, Chubb, Demarius Thomas, Siebert, the kicker, and uh, Ficken, Ficken, the other kicker. So I have a lot of kickers. That's not going to do anything. Never mind. Forget it. Daily fantasy blows. Yeah, it does. Uh, how'd your year long go? I have, a, I have a chance. I have a chance of being uh, one out of five this week. Well, why don't we talk about that next week? I, yeah, I, I, I can't. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, remember pre-show, you mentioned that you don't want to be talking a lot during the show tonight, because and and that I would prep and make sure that I did a lot of the talking. Yeah, I'm pretty. Thank sure you for going. Not- went, I'm pretty sure that if we went back on it, you did sixty percent of the talking. I did thirty percent of the talking, and Elijah did ten. Yeah, and, and, and thank you for doing a ninety-minute show with me tonight. I appreciate that. Hey, Glad thanks, we could buddy. stretch it out. We nailed it. All right. Have uh, a good night, everybody. Can you take us home? Have a good night, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Good night. This is live. Thank you for the experiment. Like I said, from this day forward, there shall never be a Cracker Barrel Summit with you.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.